0: hello everybody and welcome back to the unsanctioned space podcast my name is kj and i am going to be a host and today is going to be our recap episode before i get into the episode don't forget to follow us on spotify or wherever you get your podcast at the unsanctioned space hit the notification button because we are posting every single damn week don't forget to hit us on TikTok and Instagram at the unsanctioned space to keep up with the pod and to know what's going on and all the little fun videos that I make. So getting into today's episode, today is just going to be a recap of my January and just a little space for me to just kind of like unload a little bit of thoughts for you guys. Um, So I did start a new job. Super, super, super excited about that um one of the things that i actually am realizing is sometimes like the money is not the only thing that you should be thinking about like not in a way that it's like oh money is not important please get your money especially in this economy but if you are in a position where like you are okay with taking a pay cut take the pay cut like currently for me i'm realizing like Sometimes the money is not all that is. And if I could, I would have, you know, been in a situation where, like, the money is not that great, but the environment is. But for me right now, I'm just like, I don't care. I need to get my bag. And that is what it is. And by the way, I hopefully you guys tune into the TikTok. Y'all can see I got my shake your dread, shake your dread, shake your dread kind of like a motherfucking twist, baby. My hair was looking all kinds of puffy, and I'm very glad I got a retwist. I look so edible, and you would only know that if you look at my TikTok. So go over there, um, and see see how fat I look. I don't have my girls on today, but I still look fat. Anyway, yeah, so it's cool. And also, I feel like for me, I don't know if this is healthy or not, but this is just me. If the first time I see you, I get a bad feeling. It's I'm I'm always gonna be right. I'm always gonna end up being right because I was like looking at this person and I was like, I hate their hair so much, and it's literally like it bothers my soul because. In the workplace, black women's hairstyles are policed so so much, and it's like oh, if you wear a certain kind of hairstyle, da, da 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 da. Like even for interviews, you're very mindful of what you wear. You don't like do certain things for certain interviews. Like you have to get your hair done. Like it's you have to be very cognizant as your of your hair as a black woman, not because you have to be, but it's just because of what society demands. Yet white women are walking around with a messy bun that looks like a bird's nest. It looks like what those seals build for their partners because like those water animals that build like fucking mud houses for their for their mates. That's what your hair looks like. Your hair looks disgusting and you're walking around and interacting with customers like that. And I'm the one that has to worry. Look, oh, can I wear my head wrap or not? Can I wear my head wrap or not? Yet there are people like you who exist. I don't know. It icked me so much because like I was like obviously concerned about my hair, like with the new job and everything. And I'm just like, you're literally walking around looking like your problems. Like you look like you look like you're going through something. You look like something's not right. Your hair is disgusting. It just looks bad. And it's just like, I it seriously boggles me because I'm just like, you guys won't say nothing to the white bitch that does messy buns and looks disheveled, discombobulated, and confused Yet when a black woman does something with her hair, suddenly, oh HR, 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 oh, call policing, 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 because oh, it's not a code, it's not with a code of conduct, it's not with a dress code. I'm like, what the fuck? There's a school in Texas that literally went to court with a black kid because he wore um because he had long hair. They literally Took him. They were they were fighting in court and the school was like, oh, his hair is like one of the trivial matters that you guys are trying to make um, Like a big thing and oh my gosh, yes It was it bothered me when I saw that because like the kid was a black kid and either it was locks or Cornrows, I don't know which hairstyle he had but they literally gave him such a big problem for it and in their statement They're like, oh We have a black person on the board of directors who co-signed with our ideas and our morals and our values because we feel like hair should just be one of those things that people should adhere to the dress code with and the school board of Texas agreed with them. Do you fucking understand that? You're giving this kid shit about their hair, yet white women are walking around with fucking rats' nests in their hair and you're not telling them anything? You look like a confused rat's house. Like Ratatouille has a better crib than you. And you're giving a black kid shit about his beautiful hair. Like it really bothered me. And when I saw that hair and I was like thinking about how I was overthinking. Oh, should I wear a wrap? Should I do this? Da, 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 da. And like I keep seeing that person's hair. And I'm just like anytime I see it, it just bothers my heart. It bothers my spirit because I'm just like you can look disheveled in public and it's socially acceptable yet when a black woman looks disheveled in public it's like oh like what's wrong with her why does she look like that and it's not only white people that police us we police our own selves you know what i'm saying like anytime like a black woman leaves the house i'm not gonna speak for everyone but i'm just like anytime like i leave the house like i always think about how i'm gonna be perceived always it's always in the back of my head and i'm just like, yeah, White women walk out of their house in them nasty, crusty sandals without socks. And they have fur inside. So the fur is just sucking up your foot sweat, right? Those furry fucking sandals, leggings with the little white crusties, an oversized hoodie, and a messy bun. Looking like every single problem that you have. Yet, if I walk around with my bonnet, I'm not... I'm not professional. Oh, that's not for the outside wear. Think about how that looks. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, so yeah, that's one thing I was like really bothered about like this week, especially. And it just it irks my spirit because I'm just like, the Crown Act and the school in Texas was like, oh, we're not in violation of the Crown Act. And this is what a lot of private companies do. Like they make these own policies so that if you want to be like in there. Like, you kind of have to forfeit a lot of your, like, human rights. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know much about that case. I'm not going to really try to speak on it because I don't know all the details. But from what I know and, like, from what I read, I'm just, like, it is the most infuriating thing. And I'm probably going to make an episode about it. Um, But, yeah, guys, honestly, we need to stop this policing. Do whatever the fuck you want with your hair. And it's always bothered me because I'm just, like... A hair like you couldn't put it in a bun or nothing like a little pony like a little cute pony just a cute ponytail like nothing like just put it back like oh my gosh. The hair looks so bad guys. Um, But yeah it's been interesting working because right now I'm kind of like really coming to terms with I, I I was in an elevated state and I was thinking about like my nine to five because I work at nine to five and I was like, I'm going to be doing the same shit every single day, five days a week, like for the rest, like, you know what I'm saying? Like thinking about like a nine to five, you're essentially doing the same fucking shit every single day. Like, how do you not get bored? How do you not get like exhausted like and it makes sense like it's really start to make sense to me like why a lot of people are depressed because it's like you need to really prioritize like having a social life and having a life outside work because you go in at nine and like especially at Massachusetts in Massachusetts right you go in at like what you're waking up when the sun is down and you're going to work when the sun is like not even really rose like that and then at five o'clock it's already dark so you're going in when it's dark, you're coming out when it's dark. Like, your sense of time is warped. Like, it's already 5 p.m. and it looks dark, so you don't even feel like going anywhere. So it's this case that is just the prime melting pot for a seasonal depression. And it's like, I really was thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to work a 9 to 5. Because it's like, it's the most boring thing ever. Because think about it, you're going to do the same thing. It's going to be a little different, but is it really different enough to keep you stimulated? Is it really different and creative and challenging and innovative to keep you, like, motivated and inspired and creative? Because I'm like, by Thursday, I was done. Actually, Wednesday, I was kind of over it. I was like, what is this? But you know what I'm saying? Um, It's really interesting. And I was thinking about, like, my future in medicine and stuff like that because I want to get into medicine. And I'm like... I was thinking about because one time I was talking to my cousin and I was talking about how the kind of life I want to live, like the kind of person I want to be, the kind of experiences I want to have and stuff like that. And I was thinking about the career I want to have. And I'm like, it's giving like uh, uh, error. It's giving error because these are not (laughs) two meshing lifestyles. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do what I've always wanted to do. But, again, that's something, like, I still have to, like, really figure out. But either way, I'm not going to, like, throw it all down the drain because of a bad thought. But, um, recently, uh, one of my goals for the new year was to, like, improve on my beauty maintenance skills. Because I want to be at a point where I can do my own beauty maintenance. Like, I've always found people who are able to do that very, very impressive. Like, when I see these videos of these girls who are, like, oh... Do my beauty maintenance with me in 24 hours because I have a vacation and I didn't book anything. And the girl does her hair and the hair comes out fire. She does her own nails, the nails come out fire. She does her own lashes, the lashes come out fire. And I'm like, what the fuck, girly? You just saved yourself a full set is probably what? 120 hair is probably like 200 lashes is probably, not- you saved yourself like four or 500 bucks. And I'm like, I wanna be like you. I really wanna be like you um so yeah i'm trying to learn how to do like some skills i was gonna try to do lashes this this month but i'm like i don't know if i want to wear cluster lashes because like i saw a video of them and i saw how they look underneath and i'm like that kind of looks funny um but either way i'm still gonna try like why not let me just try let me see if i like them or not because i do like the look trust me i do like the look so That's something I wanted to do. Um, I've already accomplished some of my goals for 2024, which I'm very, very happy about. I'm over the moon, actually, about it. Um, Because have you ever, like, accomplished, like, stuff in January? Like, you know what I'm saying? But also with that accomplishing stuff, I feel like this is something that I also wanted to talk about, like. If you grow up in an authoritarian kind of African militant immigrant family kind of home, then you've probably heard the word no a lot, right? And so if you hear the word no a lot, there's two ways you can end up. Number one, you can end up being your own police, meaning you're your own authoritarian now, like when you leave your parents home, you're now imposing those like strict lifestyles, strict rules and like being very, very hard on yourself. Or you'll let yourself run buck crazy, buck wild, buck free, and you can't say no to myself. So I've slowly been realizing that I never wanted to be the kind of person that was like my parents. I never, ever wanted to do that. And I never wanted to make myself feel the way that I have been made to feel, essentially. So it's very hard for me to say no to myself. And a lot of people are like, oh, mommy's girl, daddy's girl, big sister's girl, are like, no, no, it's me. I'm my own girl, I'm my own girl. And shout out to all the firstborn immigrant daughters who are their own girl. I want something, I make it happen. I want to go on a trip, I make it happen. I want to design a bag, I make it happen. I want to treat myself for lunch, I'm going to make it happen. And that's the kind of person I always wanted to be, especially because like, um, I was in positions where I didn't have money, I didn't have a job. But now that I, especially since I got a job and I've always been working, I've always been like, if I can make it happen for myself, I'm going to make it happen for myself. Because I was never spoiled, you know what I'm saying? I was never given like the oh baby you know kind of treatment by you know parents um my sister is the last born so she gets a lot of that and i've never really gotten that and obviously like that's its own thing but i've kind of come to terms with it but now it's kind of hard for me to say no to myself because and that's kind of toxic not kind of toxic but it's kind of like not really good for my bank account especially because i haven't been working for a minute so now I'm just kind of struggling being like, okay, you maybe you don't need that. Maybe you don't need that. Maybe you don't need that. And it's like I really hate being in this position because I hate saying no to myself. Like I genuinely hate saying no to myself because I'm like, I I deserve this. like, and, and it's not something that I'm like, oh, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. But I'm just like I feel for me that's definitely something that I'm going to probably make an episode on but i feel like for me hearing no from all all those years and i'm a very curious person by nature i'm always gonna ask you why i'm always gonna try to pick your brain i'm always gonna get to know try to get to know like the deeper meaning so anytime i ask why 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 obviously it's an african household like it's like stop asking questions and so for me now like i can argue with myself and be like okay yeah you definitely did need it I can out ration any boundaries I had in place. But it's like, I also still have a pretty decent relationship with money for a person my age. Like, I'm pretty decent at saving. I'm pretty decent at this. It's just the amount of love I have for myself. It's like, I love to treat myself, but the money is not coming in. So it's kind of hard to keep up that lifestyle that I've accumulated and accustomed myself to if the money is not coming in. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm definitely going back into my budgeting era, my baddie era, um, baddie on a budget era type shit. So, that's definitely something I'm going to start doing. Um, but yeah, it's, I think, honestly, if you really relate, please let me know because it's very hard for me to say no to myself. Like, I can say no to anybody. Like, you give me puppy eyes, I don't give a fuck who you is. I will say no. I don't care who you are. Like, for me, no is my favorite word to other people. But for me, I, I treat myself like a little soft princess. I'm like, yeah, baby, you can have it. Like, what is what is what is what $11? Like, what's a lunch? like, you know what I'm saying? So I will always find a way to treat myself. But that's not necessarily, like, the most financial responsible thing. But, yeah, no, I don't need hard-wig, soft life. Like, truly... I am very very proud of myself because working since you're 14 is actually insane but being able to provide myself the lifestyle that I want and the lifestyle that I expect is the biggest flex because especially like in dating like for me your finances are always going to matter and I told my therapist this and she was like hey until like I started explaining to her like the reason she's like oh okay I understand what you mean but for me money's always gonna matter and I'm never gonna be one of those people who's like oh I don't care no I care I care every single person I have been with I'm like the the three questions that I always ask do you have a car do you have a job and are you stable the stable one I don't ask I just evaluate for myself but job and car is always gonna be something that I ask and for me it's because like financial stability is something that I don't play with I think my life is so much easier when I'm working. My life is so much easier when I'm financially stable. My life is so much easier when I'm with with somebody who's financially stable or somebody who's in the process. No, 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 no. Not even process. Scratch that. I'm no longer doing in-progress kind of relationships. I'm not doing that. I don't even know why I said that. Scratch that. Error, error. (laughs) Edit that out. (laughs) No. No, but yeah, so I feel like I have provided myself the lifestyle that it's either you got it or you don't for you to kind of try to mess with me. And usually your dad, like a lot of people are like, oh, the dad, the daddy's girls are kind of hard to maintain. They're expecting certain things. And I'm like, I'm not a daddy's girl. I'm my own girl. And I still expect those things type shit. And I'm very happy for myself because it's like. I can definitely see the growth of me becoming like the kind of person I've always wanted to be. And it's it's a really beautiful thing for me to witness firsthand. Um, but I've been thinking about it and I'm like, you ever have that dream of yours that you're like, you're definitely it's definitely a dream of yours. It's definitely a goal. It's definitely something you want to do. But sometimes your actions, you like think about them and you're like, are you even hungry for this? Like, are you really hungry for this dream? Are you really, like, as crazy as this dream demands? Like, do you really have that hunger and drive for this dream? Because I was thinking about, like, myself, and I'm, like, thinking about, like, this podcast and, like, stuff like that. I'm like, your, your behavior is not, in a li- it's not aligning and is not in alignment with the kind of dreams that you're trying to manifest. And I think that's a very big thing like you are trying to manifest a certain kind of lifestyle you are certain you're trying to manifest a certain kind of job a certain kind of dream a certain kind of award a certain kind of position in life yet your behavior and your actions and the way that you are thinking about it like your mindset is not in alliance it's not in alignment With any of the things you're manifesting. It's not in alignment with any of the things you want to accomplish. And the thing is, you can't accomplish those things without aligning and fixing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it starts with you. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, I want to achieve this certain thing. I can't be missing posting, I can't miss editing, I can't miss all these things. Yet it's so easy for you to do that because you're like, you're looking at it from the bigger picture, but you're not looking at it from like what you need to do now. Like for me, I'm starting to realize like my actions and my actions and my behavior are not matching the hunger that I claim. I don't know if that makes sense. Like you ever like I think it really needs you really need to be honest with yourself about it. And I was like just thinking, I was just elevated, and I was just thinking like. My actions are not matching the so-called hunger I have. My behavior is not matching the so-called hunger I have. I can't be manifesting, oh, a huge platform, a huge following, a community, yet I'm not consistent enough to maintain that community. Because God is not going to give you something that you can't maintain. God is not going to put something in your life that you cannot handle. And it's not in the context of like problems because God is like, oh, everyone is like, oh, you can't have this blessing if you can't maintain it. But God is like, You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You can't manifest 100K followers and you're inconsistent posting. You're going to lose those 100K followers. So why would God bless you with those followers when he can bless somebody else who's already consistent with your 5K followers? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I was realizing this and I was like, you're not hungry enough. You're not hungry enough. And it's like you need to be so hungry to the point that you would do anything for these dreams. You will invest anything in these dreams. You will blood, sweat, and tears these dreams. Because when people say blood, sweat, and tears, it really is blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm thinking about that. And I'm, like, trying to relate that to me being in school and, like, me being, like, quote, unquote, academic. And I'm, like, academically, I'm hungry. I am hungry. And I will tell you anytime people ask me, like, how do you do it? I'm like, I am hungry. I will stay in that room for 11 hours studying and I will not leave until I understand every concept that I need to. And I'm like, but that doesn't translate into other parts of my life where I say, oh, I have this dream. And I feel like you really need to be honest with yourself and you need to be like, am I really hungry? Are you starving? Are you starving for your dream? Because if you were, you would not be acting the way you are. If you were, you wouldn't be complacent. If you were, you wouldn't be inconsistent. If you were, you wouldn't be allowing certain things to distract you. If you were hungry for your dream, you are going to be starving until the day you accomplish every single thing that you want to. And that's a fact. Because literally look at any aspect in your life where you're successful and look at the amount of hunger you have and that hunger is the hunger that's driving you to edit it's driving you to try new things it's driving you to be consistent it's driving you to like do your research it's driving you to find a new audience it's driving you to do all these little things that's the hunger and that's the hunger with people who are successful and honestly i don't think it's anything big to people who are successful they're just fucking hungry they are starving and I feel like, honestly, I have been losing a little bit of that hunger just being in the kind of space that I am mentally. And I've been like, I need to get that back. Because when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Capital H-U-N-G-R-Y. I'm hungry when I'm hungry. and I'm saying? Don't do too much on me taking a while to spell that. It's been a long day. But yeah, I feel like I'm... I'm getting to the point where I'm hungry because I want to do a live show for this podcast. You know what I'm saying? And I can't just like say I want to do a live show and I don't have the audience for it. I don't have the following for it. I don't have the funds for it. I need to start acting hungry. I need to start being the person that I want to be because I want to do a live show for you guys. I want to like if the Closet Confessions podcast can do it, I can do it too. You know, what I'm saying it's obviously very, 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 very different starting points. But I'm like, if if a bitch can do it, I could do it. too. There's nothing. There's nothing to it. So, yeah, I want to do a live show for you guys. I don't know how it's going to look like. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know a lot of details about it, but it's going to happen. Um, And yeah, I, that's something I thought about at work. I was like, why don't I just do a live show? So that's certainly something that I want to do. Um, and yeah, so two takeaways from this number one, always trust your intuition. Number two, the way society treats white women and their physical appearance is definitely not the same way they treat black women and their physical appearance, which is very fucking annoying. Um, and I really, really hate it. And number three, always trust your gut. Always trust your gut. Always trust your gut. I'm always gonna say that, I'm always gonna stress it because I am redeveloping my relationship with my gut, and I'm not gonna lie. She hasn't failed me. She hasn't done nothing to fail me the few times that I have trusted her. And I'm just like, you know what? That's the Holy Spirit speaking. That's somebody speak. Somebody cooked here. Somebody cooked here. And I'm going to start to learn how to enjoy the cooking. Uh, My month hasn't been that crazy. I passed my medical assistant exam. I don't know if I told you guys or not. But I did. I did pass. So. Yeah, I me, mean. thank you guys thank you so much um yeah also i posted every single week guys like let's really give you my flowers i know i was just talking about not being hungry enough but let's celebrate a small win you know like fine girl fine babe like i posted every single monday um was it was one not really on time yeah but we're not talking about that it was still on monday um so yeah i'm really happy about that and i'm very proud of myself and that's definitely gonna continue because this year this podcast you're gonna see it you're gonna see me on the spotify wrapped come blood come sweat come tears come rain come snow come thunder come famine you're going to see me on spotify wrapped top 50 podcast i don't care i don't care like last year was supposed to be my year no fuck this scratch that this double decade year of mine you're gonna see me, and that's always been my goal. You're gonna see me. You're gonna see me on the Spotify top fifty podcast, and it's because of you, lovely, lovely people that consistently listen. To by the way, I have a people who are consistently listening to these episodes. My guy, if it is you, please let me know who you are. You you deserve a kiss and a hug. You deserve a kiss and a half. Like thank you guys, the ones that are consistently listening to episodes and consistently like <laughs> listening to me, like. Speak on this mic like if it is you dm me or something like let me know i'm kind of curious like who are you guys like i want to know who you guys are i want to know what guys are into i want to know you guys like i want to you know build that community like i'm always talking about but yeah guys i love you guys so much that has been the episode for today it's just a little um it's a, little, it's a little thing for me to just gist with you guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. But I really like these recap episodes because I never really used to get personal on my podcast. And now I kind of do. Uh, not too much, though. Not too much. But, yeah. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on social media at The Unsanctioned Space on Instagram, TikTok, and on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do um don't forget to give this a like and a five star rating on whatever streaming platform you're using and i will see you guys next week i love you guys